back, family. I hope everyone is having a wonderful, fantastic day. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for all the constant love, support, and patience that you guys have been showing me over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, it really took a lot of effort for me to get on this microphone and just speak from the heart and just, you know, tell my truth and um, allow that light to shine. Um, so, yeah, you know, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And if I sound out of breath, it's because I'm recording this after I just uh, finished working out. So, you know, I just want to start to be more productive, get everything out the way, do everything in fruition and in motion so that, um, you know, that I'm constantly being productive and having a good day. So with that being said, welcome back to the Extra Push. This is the first official episode, uh, you know, hosted by yours truly. Um, and yeah, you know, we're going to get into the topic at hand. So today's focus is the get back and the get back is something that we all have to overcome. It's a, a hump in the road, uh, a chip in your image, uh, um, something that affects, you know, your progress and essentially forces you to take a couple steps back and look forward and, you know, change and alter the way that you are going to move. And uh, for my note takers out there, we're going to call this episode, this message, how to recover. So, um, yeah, like let's let's just get right into it. So I have notes for you guys today because that was one thing that a lot of people said is um, it can be more organized, which is what I'm working on. So bear with me. But today I have notes and bullet points that, you know, I tried to use to break down everything so that we can focus on the central points so that we can walk away um, educated and organized and, you know, can use these skills to apply them to our life and um, create better habits, um, healthier lifestyles and different things like that. So the first thing that we have to really, really hone in on and talk about is, you know, the whole idea of, you know, going, going through things. Um, It's inevitable that you're going to face hardship in life you know um you know for me like my hardship was you know losing people and um being humbled by um you know newfound growth um because you know it's weird like sometimes life will throw things at you that will remind you who's in control because we can get arrogant with power we can get um cocky we can get um distracted and we often forget sometimes, you know, where that came from, whether it be whatever religion you, you know, you practice or just know that a lot of times that the results that we seek are because of some sort of higher being or someone who, um, you know, carries uh, control of our life that we cannot see. So, you know, we just need to remember what put us there and what gave us that. So we can never, never forget that. So one thing that I want to um, start to implement into into these talks to kind of, um, you know, focus what we're talking about and allow us to grow together is I'm going to tell you guys, you know, what I'm reading, different songs that I'm listening to, different quotes that may have helped me get through the day. So uh, right now I'm currently reading The Pyramid of Success by um, the late John Wooden. It's a fantastic book, fantastic read, and it's essentially about um, leadership and different skills and biblical verses that you can apply to your life that will help you grow so 
with that being said um i highly encourage you guys to read it go out get the book grow um learn and you know reading is fundamental so you should always be trying to read something on your journey along with um some sort of spiritual text some sort of you know um you know novel that will intrigue and stimulate your mind so now that you know we got past that we're going to get right into it so the focus today is really not so on the aspect of falling down because falling down is really the easy part you know you can get knocked off your throne like that man like we've seen it happen with celebrities we've seen it happen with athletes we've seen it happen with um you know our friends we've seen how like a a a, a larger being can truly humble you man like i've se- i've been through it um something can really humble your life and that's not really the focus of you know the the bump in the road or the obstacle it's not really what happens but it's more so how you recover from that because that's where you're going to be able to experience the most growth um so you always want to focus on the comeback rather than the knockdown the comeback is the most important aspect of your recovery process you know um the climb uh in the wise words of miley cyrus um for those of you that do listen to her she has a song about that and even in the movie the movie talks about her way getting back to where she was and you know being able to um you know avoid obstacles in order to reach her pinnacle so that's really the the idea of the whole recovery and a quote that steve harvey often says is um if you're going through hell why would you stop there and i want us to take a minute to kind of digest it and really think about that um so you know like i said you're going to go through things in life you know there's a lot of times where people are going through shit they may say yo bro like I got this going on. I got this going on. Like we all have to deal with those many battles in our life. But what we need to realize is that you can never stop there because if you stop there, you you reach a point of stagnation and stagnation leads to a lack of producing valuable fruit and growth and progress. And that's really the key of life. Like we always want to be growing. We always want to be expanding our mind and we never want to get to a point where we're just stuck and stopped. And the worst place to stop in that point is hell or a bad time because you'll become used to that and you'll become stuck in that ground. That will eventually become your norm. It's almost like an ecosystem or a habitat. Like our bodies and different people's, um, you know, physical forms can adjust to the surroundings that they're in. And if you're adjusting to hell or a negative situation or a negative energy or negative realm, you're going to become used to that. You're going to think that's the norm. And when you start to experience positive things and, and positive growth, you're going to see that as something that isn't beneficial to your life. And um, I know a lot of people may be experiencing that right now. You may be seeing different obstacles and different aspects of your life that aren't supposed to be normalized, but you've normalized them because you've been stuck in that valley for so long. So the first thing is you have to realize that you're going through hell, but you need to realize also that you have to climb your way out of that valley, whether it's a hand that pulls you up, whether it's yourself crawling out, whether it's you, you know, finding a way or strategy to slowly, you know, progress. At the end of the day, we want to just take steps or find a way to get out of that valley because there are always going to be ups and downs in life, but you choose suffering is something that you choose to do. It really is like if you think about it, there are people that 
portray their lives like they're never going through anything. They're able to mask stuff. But sometimes those people have, you know, their own shit going on, but they have, you know, a spiritual relationship. They have a strong support system. So you would never know that because as soon as they're in a valley, there's a hand right there helping to pull them up. So you need to learn to, you know, find that coping mechanism and have that optimism and have that um, positive mindset and faith that even when you're going through something, realize that it is great in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, that's where we're going to start to um, dial into the first step of recovery and getting back up after you've been knocked down. And that first step is evaluation and being able to analyze your situation. Um, How did you lose yourself in this moment? You know, were there red flags? What were the signs that, you know, you can use in the future to avoid you from reaching this valley again? Um, For me, like I said, during, you know, a time where I was losing people, I felt myself distancing from my true friends, from my family, because I felt as though no one could relate to me. I felt as though I was alone. I felt that I was extremely vulnerable. So I tried to mask it and mentally I was not all there. Like I would go outside my room. I would be doing all this stuff on campus, trying to distract myself from, you know, all the things I had going on inside. But in reality, I had so much shit going on in my head, in my body, that it started to affect me physically, mentally, socially. Like I didn't want to go outside. I began getting sick. Like for those that know me, I was probably sick like almost most of spring semester, but I would just keep pushing my body further and further and further because I didn't want to address the issues that were going on within my mental and within my my spiritual spiritual self. So you need to really be able to self-analyze your situation and be your biggest critic and your biggest judge of yourself because like they say, no one knows you better than yourself. You need to learn to see your situation and say, okay, what is wrong or what has caused me to get here? Because every every action has a reaction. There's something that you did along the way that led to this. And I'm not saying there aren't going to be obstacles and different battles that you have to fight in this life of war. But what I am saying is there's a way that you can strategize to lessen the burden of what's going on in your life. Right. You can lessen the burden and effect and struggle and suffering that's going on in your life by finding a way to cope with things or finding a way to problem solve. And that's the thing. That's another topic. But, you know, problem solving is a big factor in recovery. You have to be able to evaluate your situation, guys. Being able to evaluate is the most important thing, not only in things like this, but just in general. If you think about science, you have to be able to evaluate situations. Doctors have to evaluate your symptoms in order to, you know, um, you know, diagnose you. You have to be able to evaluate your yourself and analyze your situation and your valley in order to diagnose what you need to do next. You get what I'm saying? You have to be able to figure out and strategize a game plan for how you're going to come back and recover step by step by step because you're going to do it regardless you're going to recover you're going to get out of this valley but how long you choose there to stay there is really up to you how long you choose to suffer is really up to you so just keep that in mind another question and a big thing that a lot of people struggle with is you have to realize are you really in a valley or you know going through something 
or do you feel down and out because you let someone else down in your life or you failed to meet their expectations or the world's expectations or society's expectations so here's an example right um for you know a long time people in my family would always say oh my gosh mike he's so he's so smart he's so um argumentative he's he's a a, a very a very well rounded you know student whatever whatever the case may be so automatically you know teachers um family are saying you should be a lawyer you should be a lawyer you should be a lawyer and that idea was smashed in my head so much in school when you know I felt as though I wasn't progressing towards that goal you know I felt as though I was letting people down and I felt as though I was failing you know what I mean I felt as though damn like I'm really out like I gotta get back on my shit but in reality I only felt that way because those are the ideas that others implemented in my head it didn't get to a point until I knew that I wanted to practice law that I knew that I wanted to go into politics eventually and motivate my people that I became more passionate about it and I began to feel as though my progress is based on my timing and not the timing and thoughts of other people so you have to remember that some of some of you guys may think that you're in a valley but you're really not because you know you have to base your expectations for yourself on what you want for yourself not what other people want for you and i know that's a big issue with you know a lot of college students when our parents send us away to school they force these careers and different jobs and different aspects of life that they want us to do onto us you know and you know your parents always want you to be better but you have to realize that at the end of the day when we go to wherever we go where we die we're the only ones in that casket we're the only ones that are going to have to live with the decisions that we made like you're not going to look like you know your parents decision or you don't want to look like your parents decision you want to look like your decisions you want to live the life that you're meant to live and you never want to be able to say that I don't like what I do or I don't like where I'm at because you of course you're not because those are the decisions that people around you have made so really take the time to you know sit down write it out if you have to and really think about am I feeling low and down and out and feeling as though I've been knocked out of the race because of the expectations of what you know my parents or my friends have for me or the expectations of what I have for myself and that's the only time that you should really feel as though you've let somebody down because the most important person at the end of the day is you and you have to be able to make yourself happy you're not living for no one else you're not living for your parents you're not living for you know your friends your significant other like if there's one thing that i want y'all to take away from this is like always chase what you love like be passionate about what you're passionate about like follow your dreams because like once again like i can't stress this quote enough at the end of the day when we go on to where we go on the only person that's going to be there in that casket is you not your mom not your dad not your brother not your girlfriend not your friend your boyfriend teachers nobody it's just you you have to live with the decisions that you've made in your life and you know this is just really a battle in this life of war like i want you guys to really like write that down and like put it on a post-it note put it somewhere and just remember that life is a war man like life is a war if you think about warfare there are several battles in a war and you're going to be fighting these battles throughout your life 
And some of these battles you'll win, some of these battles you'll lose. And at this point, just, you know, to center it and focus on what we're talking about, this is a battle that you're losing. But just because you lost one battle doesn't mean you'll lose the war. It does not mean you will lose the next battle. Sometimes you have to take a few steps back, gather your thoughts, gather your life in order to propel to the next level and propel to the next point in your life. Because you're going to win the war. Like, it's already written. It's already destined for you to win the war. It's already in your favor and in your cards to win the war. You just have to strategize the correct way to handle your losses because how you handle your losses is going to define how you're going to handle when you're winning. It's going to show that you're strong. It's going to show that you're resilient. It's going to show how much of a leader you are because you remain level-headed. And this is something that's in the Bible. Someone who cannot control their emotions is undisciplined, unmature, lacks the maturity, and will never be able to grow and hold great power. Like, remember that. You have to be able to control your emotions. You have to. You can't allow, you know, the hardships of life to kick you out of the race. Because there's plenty of times for my track runners, I'm not that profound on track, but it's possible for you to be in third place, move up to second, move to first, and win the race. You know what I mean? It's It happens all the time. So just remember that. Um, so the next question that you want to focus on is what are you gaining from this loss? Okay. So it's very cliche, but every loss you take, every down moment you have in your life will have some sort of lesson learned or impact. It's like, it's like the story, you know, you read stories in school, they tell you about, okay, like what was the lesson? Like we've been learning it since kindergarten. But our brains, as we've gotten older, we just, you know, automatically focus on all the bad and don't focus on the good because sometimes we have to get cut in order to remember that, you know, there's a lot of things that we aren't in control of. You know what I mean? If we get too much, then we'll be cocky, we'll be arrogant, we won't rely and have faith. But if we don't get enough, we'll be miserable and we'll have, you know, we'll be arrogant. We'll have hatred for life. We will lose faith. We'll believe that everything, nothing's in our favor and we won't go after what we want. So it has to be a happy medium. And of course, you know, the loss is going to feel longer. Your losing season is going to feel longer than your winning season because, you know, it's, it's a negative moment. Like, think about it. You remember, unfortunately, our brains remember a lot of the bad moments in our life. But what we need to realize is that we grow from those moments and it propels us above whoever in our life, you know, maybe standing in the way or maybe a gatekeeper, or maybe a doorkeeper. So always keep that in mind that you're always gaining something from a loss in life and taking L's as motivation, like take them L's and them, them losses as motivation. Like for my for my my football people, my basketball people out there, specifically football, if you think about sports, right? So let's say that you lose every single game. Like you go 0-16, like the Lions did, what, like 10 years ago. You go 0-16, right? NFL draft comes around. Guess what happens? You get the number one pick. That's what's going to happen in your life after a loss. You get the number one pick. You get the best opportunities. You get access to everything. You get the most opportunities. Everything in your life is going to come in fruition. It's going to be an abundance of beautiful and wonderful things coming to you. Everything that you wish and that you speak into the atmosphere is going to come to you. Like that's because losses are temporary. They don't last forever unless you let them last forever. 
You know what I'm saying? You have to take advantage of them losses and use it to propel yourself to the next level. That's how like sports teams work. You know, I'll use the example of like the Pelicans, right? Even though they didn't deserve that pick, that's a whole nother conversation. This is not a sports podcast, but they got Zion. They seen something in Zion Williamson that could propel their franchise to the next level. You know, that's what's going to happen to you in this next season. That's what's going to happen to you. You have to speak that into existence that in the next season of my life, I'm going to have the number one pick. And I want y'all to say that. And I want y'all to write that down. I want y'all to live by that shit. In the next season of my life, I'm going to have the number one pick. Just keep remembering that. Remember that is coming up and that's going to help you work towards your goal that's going to have you strategizing and putting all your chess pieces in place i'm telling you it's going to have you at a point where you're going to be grinding because you know what's coming up you're going to tell your friends yo like i got the number one pick so i got to make sure everything is ready because when i win i'm taking over like that's the mindset you got to have when i win i'm taking over that's the next level that I'm going to. I'm taking over. I'm going to win. I'm taking the W and I'm preparing myself for this number one pick that I'm about to have. And I'm building around this number one pick. Right. OK, like that number one pick may be a job. That number one pick may be an opportunity. That number one pick can be something intangible or tangible. It can be something like wisdom or patience or courage. It can be something like that that can lead to more blessings in your life, man. Like, it's so many things that come out of a loss that we don't even acknowledge that we got to realize that losing is only temporary and it's something that we have to go through to build character and that these minor battles and losses that we are having in the grand scheme of everything are going to help us win this life or war that we talked about. And like I said, if you didn't write that down, please write that down because that is very important. Think of life as a war. You know what I mean? Like the Revolutionary War, we won that, but there are battles within those and within this war that we did not win, but we won the overall war. Think about your life as that. And you know, if you can think of that, just keep going. Um, yeah, alright, y'all. Like I'm I just started talking and I need to drink, so I got a drink of water. We're good. I edit that out, I think. Still figuring it out. But anyways, so yeah, so back to what we were saying, you know, take this lot, take this loss as motivation and it's inevitable that it's going to happen. But now you have your number one pick. So prepare to, you know, get this number one pick after your losing season and recover strong. And the next point that I have is don't become dead and rotten fruit. So when I say dead and rotten fruit, that goes back to me saying don't be stuck in the valley. Don't be stuck in hell, like Steve Harvey would say. If you're going through hell, why would you stay there? Don't become dead and rotten fruit. Because dead and rotten fruit that's on a tree that goes there, the whole tree dies. And you're not able to, you know, create, you know, um, healthy fruit or give off positive energy. And everything that comes around you and everything that touches you or everything that grows off of you or you're feeding to becomes negative and then people aren't going to want to be around you people aren't going to want to associate with you because your 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 energy is negative and you're staying stagnant you're making no progression and that's how you stay in the valley and that's what we don't want to do so remember that when you're going through something don't allow your fruit that's been affected to to you know go viral and affect your whole tree you know what I'm saying? Don't allow it to take your body over. Don't allow it to take your energy because what we need to realize is that this world we live in is ran by energies. Like a lot of people believe that when you meet somebody, you know, if you're going to click with them, like your energy speaks volumes. And if you have dead and rotten fruit 
from you know a valley that you're in or a valley that you were in that shit stinks okay like for lack of better that shit stinks like people can smell it and they see it and they may even say yo they got a stink attitude or I don't like their energy and that's going to really limit your opportunities the people that you have access to your growth and you're not going to have the right people in your circle because rotten fruit attracts rotten fruits you'll attract rotten people and y'all just be rotten together not making any progress so you want to make sure that you don't allow that dead fruit to take over and that you know you cut it cut it off cut the dead fruit off and allow new fruit to go you know that's what girls do right when your edges or not the edges um you got straight ends and you don't like the way your hair is looking it's growing uneven or you got dead ends or whatever what do you do you cut it off and allow new growth to happen yeah i know y'all like the way see i've been doing my research y'all like i've been trying to make sure that i'm hitting and using analogies that everyone can understand right so for my ladies out there you know you have dead ends i see my mom do it all the time not to put her business out there but you know she'll cut the dead ends off and new growth happens that's what we need to do in our life sometimes when we hit a valley and we're trying to recover let the new shit grow so with that being said, this podcast was really designed to motivate, but also to educate. Um, I would like to pride myself on being an avid reader, being a scholar, and somebody that likes to constantly educate myself on whether it be, you know, different religions, um, different philosophies, whatever the case may be. So the, um, the philosophy, or not really the philosophy, but the, mo- the educational part that we're going to tie in today focuses on um, a bird. So like I said, when you're going through stuff, you know, you take a loss in the valley, so-and-so, whatever the case may be. So with that being said, we have to be like a phoenix. So for those of you that don't know what a phoenix is, a phoenix is essentially an ancient Greek folklore, right? And it's a bird that is um, capable of regenerating itself and is born again. So a phoenix attains new life by rising from the ashes of its predecessor. So um, let's take a, a moment to digest that completely, right? So when a when the bird, <laughs> I feel like that was mad loud in your ears, so I apologize for that. So when the bird essentially dies, right? Light on fire, whatever. However, it dies, like it crumbles, it turns to ashes, right? It regenerates its body and builds itself up and becomes born again off of those ashes, right? So think of your problem, your valley, your situation in terms of how the phoenix lives its life, right? You've been burnt down, you've been beaten, you've been bruised. You feel like everything is hard, like you've been cut, like you've been in this battle and you lost the battle, right? And the ending of losing the battle is you've turned to ashes, but you need to learn to take that loss that you've experienced and rise from it and be be like a phoenix, regenerate and be born again, right? You know, alter your situation, go back to our main points, which was evaluate and analyze your situation and refocus your energy, right? Right? And this whole life of war, and that's going to constantly happen. And let your losing seasons make you because that's going to make you the strong phoenix that you ultimately want to become, right? So, with that being said, I have three words that I want us to really hone in on in this recovery stage for those of us that are going through you know this first word is restoration second word is conservation third word is innovation so let me explain that to y'all so 
when you think of restoration, the root word of restoration is restore. So in your recovery season, you want to be able to restore everything that is good. I don't want you guys to get in the mindset that because you lost, you did everything wrong. Like I said, everything in life is inevitable. The losses are inevitable. No one wins forever. Nothing in life is perfect. You understand? There's some things and sometimes in life where we're going to be faced with hardships. But just because it's a hardship doesn't mean that we did everything wrong. You want to be able to restore the good and implement it into your 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 upcoming or your your peak you know what i mean because that's ultimately what you're building for you're building for that crescendo you're building for that climax in your life because if you think about it it's like a roller coaster you're going up 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 and while you're going up 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 you have to bring along the things with you that you know helped you become the person you are and those can be things such as morals that you were instilled into as a kid. You know, um, religious texts. They can be um, friends and people that kept you going. You know, music, books. Those are the, the, the habits and the different intangible things that you want to bring with you as you're going on this next phase of your journey. Right. So the next word is conservation. And when you conservation like the root word is conserve right so you want to be able to conserve your energy Mm, right conserve your energy so a lot of people are like okay mike you lost me How, how are we going from recovery to conservation and all this stuff right so when i say conserve your energy i want you to remember that like i said energy is strong energy is everywhere in life right no matter what you go your energy speaks volumes to people and you have to be able to you know conserve that if if, if you're listening to this like you're already doing the right steps to you know bettering your spirit and healing yourself you're you're doing the right things and you have to be able to conserve your energy that means not overworking yourself when you're going through your valley because you're going to need that energy when you get to the top Because when you get to the top and you get to your high point, there's going to be more obstacles waiting for you that want to see you in that valley. You have to conserve your energy. Conserve your energy because you're going to be able to use that to fight against. I'm going to just these these devils and these evil ass people in this world. All these people that want to see you fall. You have to be able to conserve your energy and use your energy to fight this darkness and all this evil shit going on. You know what I mean? You want to use that as your defense mechanism. So you want to be able to conserve your energy and that energy translates into things such as faith, um, such as, um, you know, spirituality, different things along those lines. So you can conserve your energy as you're recovering. Man, you're going you're going to be in a good ass position because you'll see that now that your energy is so high, your reliance on your higher being is so high, like you're in such good spirits that nothing's going to be able to touch you. Like nothing's going to be able to affect you. Nothing's going to be able to ruin your day, ruin your mood because your energy and your spirits are so high and you're just reeking of good energy and you're just putting positive fruit into the world and you're just doing so many great things that that negative energy is not going to be able to touch you. 
You know what I mean? It is the negative energy that's touching you and the people that have negative energy that are coming around you. If you keep that positive energy and you can serve it, man, you're going to change lives. And now that gets to a point where you're in the realm of being an influence and motivating others and inspiring other people. So keep that in mind. And the last point is innovation. And this point goes along with the whole idea of being able to analyze your situation and being your biggest critic. You want to be able to innovate new ideas that will allow you to propel to the next level. Yes, you did some things right, but you also did some things wrong. So if you can come up with new strategies, new ideas, new habits, new people to put in your circle in order to get to the next level, then you're gonna be in a good position. So for my note takers, the three words are restoration, conservation, and innovation, right? So this is um something I really, really, really wanna be talking about during this podcast um for those of you that follow me on my instagram that are active um i talked about um being able to prophesize your future and speaking stuff into existence right so along those same lines i want to drop a word on y'all and that word today is manifestation and that goes along with the whole entire uh conversation that we're having right you want to be able to speak life into you know your situation and one of my favorite scriptures is life and death is in the power of the tongue proverbs 18 21 and that is so true like the things that you manifest and that you speak into your life like become your truth if you constantly say i'm never gonna be shit this is never gonna work out i'm never gonna do this i'm never gonna do that i'll never be in the room with those people you're becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy you want to be able to prophesize and manifest your future and what you want if you want a Benz, walk around saying that you want a Benz. I don't care if you work, uh, you make $11 an hour. Say that shit, bro. When your friends look at you crazy, like, man, you ain't gonna get no Benz. You don't have a job. So, do, do you know how my faith works? Do you know the different things that I believe in? Do you know who has my back? You have to remember that. Speaking what you want into existence is the only way to secure what you want. If you don't speak it, then you can't see it, then you can't have it. You have to have that vision and not that sight. You have to be able to see stuff when you can't physically see it. Um, like, for example, like, I, I know what I want in my life, right? I know what I want. Um, I want my Maserati. I want a big house. I want to be able to help my people. I want materialistic things, but I also want to do service trip and be able to be, you know, in the same room with these community leaders that I follow on Instagram. And I always say, you know, not if I do this. I said, when I do this, this is what I'm going to do. When I get money, I'm going to build the block up. I'm going to go back to my grandmother's block and I'm going to be able to put programs into that city that they need. I'm going to do all this. There is no if I do this. No, no, there is no if. If is not in our vocabulary. That is one thing that we have to remember in this whole idea of the life of war. If is not in our vocabulary, bro. Nope, I always tell my brother that, my mom that, people that I'm around, bro, if is not in our vocabulary. There is no no if. Like, for example, with this whole COVID thing, if we go, no, there is no if we go back to school. I have faith that we're going back to school. When we go back to school, I'm going to see you. Not if we go back to school. Nah, I don't believe in no ifs because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Don't be the derailer of your own destiny. 
Don't be the reason that you don't achieve what you want to achieve because you constantly are putting negative spirits and negative energy and negative ideas into the atmosphere because that shit is contagious. And like I said before, that reeks of dead fruit. And if you have dead fruit and negative energy, you're going to attract people with negative energy. And that's overall not good for you. Like at the end of the day, that is not good for you at all. So you don't want to be the person that is constantly putting bad juju into the air, as I like to say. Like, I don't hang around people that always have something negative to say or are always complaining or always like, man, that, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I right, that ain't gonna happen. This ain't gonna happen. Nah, I don't I don't do that. Like, for example, um, like a little personal story when my guys and I were starting Mocha, there were a lot of people, you know, in my family and my circle that I was cool with that would think twice about man y'all not gonna get that big this not gonna happen this isn't gonna happen a year or two later you know it's a successful organization has done a lot for my campus I like to say um you know it's grown me as a leader and I, I like to think that it's helped a lot of people grow so you have to just keep going when people don't see your dream they don't see your vision they don't see what is in front of them you have to remember that just because you're low now doesn't mean that you can't come out that valley. Like like you, like I was in the valley too. Like when Mocha was even an idea before it was even Mocha, it was the Rowan Black Brothers Alliance. I had just lost my cousin. I thought that everything was over for me. Like, you know, that was somebody I looked up to. That was a mentor, somebody that I tried to emulate. And I lost that. And that was my valley. That was something that, you know, I couldn't fathom to go through and in this case the hand every shot and got me was my boys you know Brock Chase Knowledge you know the original guys that you know helped me start Mocha or RBBA those were the hands that you know pulled me out of that valley and helped me find my passion and he hit my peak and not saying that my life was perfect because I had more obstacles but being able to strategize and have that support system and that strategy to fight these valleys and low points really helped me a lot. And that's why I'm saying, like, you have to find your peace. You have to find your your um, your your telos, they like to call it. Um, telos is basically a point in your life where it's like equilibrium, equilibrium. Like, I don't have the exact definition for y'all. Matter of fact, I'm going to look it up because I got this new app that I'm using. I'm recording on and um, it allows me to search stuff. So we're going to take advantage of this shit. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm going to stop trying to curse, but I'm just trying to be uh, as thorough as possible and as honest. But a telos is ultimate object or aim. So you want to just find, you know, your end goal in Greek. It literally means end. Literally means end. You just want to find what's going to keep pushing you to the end. So that didn't really connect how I wanted it to connect. But y'all can take from that what y'all want to take from that because you know, as a little sidebar, um, I listen to Pastor Mike Jr. a lot, and a lot of people say, like he says, there's no such thing as a bad message, but there are such things as bad listeners. So if you take nothing away from it, that's, that ain't my fault, that's yours. Anyways, um, yeah, so like I said, everyone takes L's, and like I said, like I'm real big on the sports analogies right now, but there's even an award dedicated to the comeback player of the year. There is, like... Adrian Peterson won it before, like, there are people that, that fall, you know, the world understands that there are obstacles, but we like to reward people that can make a comeback, because unfortunately, believe it or not, 
there are some people that never, you know, get out of that low point. But that's not y'all. That's not going to be y'all. That's not going to be me. We're going to be victorious and we're going to be winners. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep pushing. And we're going to keep doing the things that are going to propel us to the next level. And that's what we need to remember. So everyone goes through tough times, but it's really your decision to suffer. And don't mask it or be embarrassed by your journey. Like, learn to embrace it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it took a lot for me to be this honest with y'all on mic on a microphone i don't know who's listening to this but it's my story it's my journey and i feel as though it can help somebody like i know there are a lot of people out there that may have lost people in their life people that may have struggled academically socially mentally like I've, I've experienced it and i feel as though this podcast will give you some type of extra push or some type of extra light to really help you get to the next point in your life or keep going and be a success because i knew that's going to happen like i said power and death is in the life of the tongue and you have to be able to speak that you're going to grow and losing is inevitable like like the final dance is popular now michael jordan it took him seven years to win a championship like he lost to the pistons over and over and over again until it took for him to get his six rings you know what i mean like that's going to happen sometimes like winning is not an is not an instant thing it doesn't happen for everybody not everyone is instantly a winner not everyone comes into this life and has the formula to to life like certain things we're ignorant on you know what i mean and that's why it's our goal to you know find the matters and the knowledge of the world and that may be in books it may be whatever way you wanted to do for me it's the bible but for you it may be what you know what religion you practice your spiritual text it may be um you know a mentor is whoever it is for you seek out that resource and take advantage of it like that's the biggest piece of advice i can say is learn to take advantage of your resources right like i have resources around me for my entire life um for those of you that don't know i have a little brother my little brother is very spiritually woke um very gifted i will call him a prodigy actually he's able to prophesize and be able to read and discern certain situations that grown folks, grown people, adults cannot do. And that's truly a gift. And that's a resource that I've had access to. Um, I'm 19, I'll be 20 in September. He has been doing that since he was 11. But listen to this, I'm sure you won't mind me sharing this, but he had to go through his own valley, his own losing season and recover from that. My brother has alopecia. For those that don't know, alopecia is an autoimmune disease that, that, you know, took his hair. And um, that was his identity. He had really nice hair, um, strong curls. Um, like, people will always talk about his hair. And that was taken away from him. And as a result, he was given that number one pick. And for him, that number one pick was the ability to discern and touch people with his voice, with his words, with his, his motivation. And that was a resource that I had access to, but I wasn't spiritually ready. And um, I wasn't on his timing. I just wasn't ready. So, you know, look around and be aware of your surroundings. And um, it even talks about that in the book that I referred you guys to earlier, um, The Pyramid to Success. It talks about alertness and awareness and being able to, you know, be alert of your surroundings and being a better listener and watcher of people than a pro a proactive person right you want to see people's mistakes you want to see how people move so take that in consideration when you're going across these different things of of life um 
forward, man. It doesn't even feel like we've been talking for this long. It's 40 minutes already. It feels like I was only talking for about 10 minutes. But, you know, a good sign is, like, if you're having a losing season, right? So if you're if you're losing, that means that you're doing something right. If you're taking an L, that means that you're on the right path because you're about to propel to the next level, baby. Like, I can tell you that. Like, I want y'all to understand that, like, when you take a loss, like, you know that there's something around the corner that's good and, and plentiful for you because, you know, your higher being or, or God is trying to cut you in order to um, prepare you for the next situation. And you're in good company. There are plenty of people that have taken L's. I, myself, like I said, Michael Jordan, I'm sure they're your favorite artist, your favorite actor has had times where they've been down and out. Um, Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato struggled with her own battles and now she's doing the thing. Um, you know what I mean? Like there are several people, Michelle Obama, like everyone has a valley that they reach and it's just a part of the human journey. And you need to realize that you're not alone and reach out to your resources, reach out to your friends. Um, take the time where you're in valley to reevaluate yourself and your, your actions and your different habits and the things that you've done in your life and take that moment to, um, to grow, you know what I mean? And don't stay, don't become stagnant. You don't want to be someone, like I said, that reeks of negative energy off of the failures. You don't want to be someone that people don't want to talk to you because all you do is live in the past and, and blame other people for why you hit that low point, right? You want to find the best way to recover, analyze your situation, be able to rise from it like a phoenix and do the damn thing and come out on top and win. Like I said, take advantage and, and think of life like in chess pieces and propel yourself to the next level because at the end of the day, you'll be an inspiration to others. And that's the greatest thing that you can do is motivate people. And the wise words and nips, like you gotta, you gotta motivate people, man. Like that is the greatest achievement in human life. Like if you can inspire one person, you can really change the world because it's a it's a domino effect. You inspire one person, that one person takes the information and the, the journey and the hardship that they went through. They spread it and share it with somebody else. That's two other people, two people as far as it's word of mouth. Think about how folklore is spread and different ideas have you know been transferred through human human history based off of the word of mouth. So if you can inspire one person, you're you're going to change the world. Not not even if when you inspire one person, like I said, we don't use if anymore. When you inspire one person, you're going to change the world. So that's what I want you guys to take away from this. So this this conversation is getting mighty hefty. Uh, I think it's almost an hour now. It doesn't even feel that well. 46 minutes. But yeah, so we're just going to close out with that, like be an inspiration. So for my note takers to just cover everything that you know we talked about we um said step one is evaluating and being able to analyze your situation looking for red flags and signs right step two apply the three transition words of recovery and that's restoration conservation and innovation and ultimately being able to manifest your future and the last thing we said is learning to be and inspiration and uh, motivation to the people around you. So, yeah, man, you know, I'm about to sign out of here. Um, I'm going to take a poll on my Instagram story. Uh, for those of you that do not follow me on Instagram, you can find me on Instagram at Visionary Mike, V-I-S-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y, 
uh, underscore and then Mike M I K E. I'm sorry about that, y'all. I recently just changed my name so that I can be easily found on all social media platforms. So Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, but yeah. And before y'all hit my inbox up with the questions, I do know visionary spelled wrong. I just let it rock because it became a part of my brand, I guess. So yeah man um this has been an extra push the first official episode we called the one we dropped on soundcloud um a pilot because it wasn't planned but i really planned this out like i tried my best to hit everything to the t um yeah so you know thank you guys for listening up to this point um this has really been something interesting it's really been helping me grow as a person you know doing the research um finding the right things to deliver to you guys and i just hope that this can really help you you know um grow as a person like i said be that extra push that you need in your day to um get to the next level so um yeah keep on the lookout for more content for my page um really focused in on really just helping people period like grow spiritually mentally physically all that um i'm really into self-growth especially right now um another thing to keep on the lookout for um i gotta do this uh shout out to mocha follow rowan underscore mocha we have big things coming up for the, in the fall for those of y'all that do not go to rowan and do not know about mocha it's a great organization that i helped co-found with my probably like my brothers for life um that you know we do a lot of great things on campus um shout out to all the people that have been supporting me since day one and yeah like it's really been real y'all i really appreciate it so we're gonna log off and i catch y'all in the next one adios my friends